It is just me today and I thought I would take this time to share my testimony. So I grew up going to church and I couldn't have been blessed with a better childhood. I am so grateful for my parents and how they protected me. At the time, I probably would have thought that I was sheltered, <laughs> but now I just see my parents did a really good job of protecting me. So uh, I grew up in church, but it was never really a personal relationship with Jesus. It was more just about uh, being a good person. Throughout high school, I went to all the Christian concerts, listened to Christian music, wore the Jesus Freak shirts. I didn't drink i didn't uh you know party i i wasn't allowed to date and then i went off to college so i went to a quaker school my first year and a half of college and it was pretty much just a party school i could go into a lot of detail but um my dad protected me all the way through high school and then i feel like when i went off to college father god became my fierce protector because i was literally a sheep among wolves i was as naive and innocent as they come which is why i am such a proponent of girls not going to university because i seen what happened and i thank god that he protected me and i didn't have to experience what a lot of girls do have to experience uh, but that doesn't mean i wasn't exposed to a lot that i should have never seen or been exposed to or even been tempted into in between my freshman year of college and my sophomore year um my sister and I went to Ichthus Festival and it, at the time it was sponsored by a school named Asbury College and uh, we were at the festival and my sister and I would always be at the very front of the concerts. Why would you go to a concert if you weren't in the front row? And so I remember all of these students came out and they were all Christians and they're throwing out t-shirts and this like desire of my heart was like, man, what would it be like to have Christian friends? Because at this point in my life, I never really had Christian friends besides my uh, siblings. <laughs> and uh, also, as far as dating goes, I still had never had a boyfriend. But in my mind, I was going to end up not marrying a Christian because I thought that all Christian guys were nerds. And that was my experience. Pretty much was like, yeah, if I get married, it's probably going to be a really nice athletic guy who's not a Christian. And so had that experience at the festival and this like thing starts stirring in me of, man, what would it be like to go to a Christian college? And that feeling just wouldn't leave. So then I go back to my non-Christian college for my sophomore year and uh, yeah, things did not go well that semester. I, my best friend, I roomed with her and that did not go well. We could not live together. At the time, I remember Matthew West had a song that came out called, I don't want to go through the motions. And I just felt like that was my heart. I was like, I don't want to just go through the motions. I don't want to just go through life playing it safe. So I talked to my parents about transferring schools. My parents were both very supportive. Uh, so as I'm getting ready to transfer to Asbury, this guy who I had known from my freshman year, who he pursued, he was a senior when I was a freshman at this school. He had tried pursuing me then and praise God, he protect, God protected me from him. And as I was getting ready to transfer, this guy starts reaching out to me again. At this point he had already graduated, but he was still in that same city. And I remember saying to him, I need to get right with God before I can be in a relationship with a guy. And I had no idea what that meant because if you would have asked me at the time, I was a 
solid Christian. I sincerely loved God, but it was very much um, not a personal relationship with God. It was what rules do I need to follow to be a good person uh, to the point before I went to college, I got baptized literally just in case I died that I would go to heaven and not go to hell. So that was where I was at spiritually. So when I transferred to Asbury, I had this like revelation of, okay, I need to put God before a relationship with a guy. And deep in my heart, all I ever wanted to be was married. I can remember from middle school thinking, I just want to meet my husband and I want to get married. And so I thought that what was I thought that's what was going to happen when I went to college. And I really do think uh, God was protecting me from entering into a relationship that wasn't from him. Uh, so when I transferred to Asbury, I was like, okay, I'm going to put God before anyone else. And I know that Asbury is going to be flooded with attractive Christian guys. So I am going to now like tell myself right now that I um, am not going to be looking at guys like I am focused on God only. So that was my mindset going into this school. So about a week and a half in, I ended up going to a young adults group. A girl that I randomly met approached me and she invited me to come to this um, college group. And that night they happened to be sharing testimonies. And the one girl who shared her testimony talked about Jesus as if he was real. And her story with Jesus was a marriage of how she married Jesus. And I had never heard anyone talk about Jesus in that way. Like I grew up with God, God in heaven, like not Jesus, not Holy Spirit, like some God is some deity out there that probably is very busy with other things. Um, but let me go to Christian rock concerts and surely that will please him. <laughs> that was where I was at. So hearing her talking about him like he was real was like mind blowing to me, but it stirred up so much hunger in me. And I was like, I want that. And I have no idea what she has, but I want that. A few nights later, I uh, was on campus with one of my friends. We were walking and they were having this like coffee shop music acoustic night in the student center so we were walking past it there was a guy who had caught my attention in the first week and a half of school i see him in the student center and the girl that had invited me to that college event she was sitting next to him and she was like a super extrovert so i was like surely if i go up to her she will introduce me to him this is perfect so we go in she sees me and was like Kelly, come over here. Let me introduce you to my friends. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my moment. As I go to give her a hug, one of us flung our arms out and knocked over a cup of coffee all over the table. And this guy's homework was on the table. And as soon as I realized what happened, I was like mortified. And I like ran and got paper towels. And all I do is see him holding up his paper covered in coffee. And at that point, I was like, I don't even want to meet you. I hope you don't know who I am. I hope you don't recognize me. And um, yeah, that was it. I like got out of there as fast as I possibly could. And I was like, okay, I'm going back to my dorm. This night did not go how I planned it to. So as I went into my dorm, all of a sudden was just filled with 
sadness and repentance because I was like, oh my gosh, I've done it again. I am chasing guys. When I said I am not going to do this here, I'm here to pursue God and my relationship with him and work on that. And here I am like chasing after boys. I like sprawled out on the floor of my dorm and just laid on the floor face down and was like, God, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like here I am doing this again. For the first time in my whole life, I felt like I heard God's voice and I felt like he said, I love you. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? And I sat up and like, I just felt this like peace just like flood over me. And I just kept crying so I could feel God's presence in the room with me. And I wouldn't have had language for this. Like, I just knew something was happening. And so I got up and I sat in my bed. And I remember being at a Christian school now. One of my friends was like, oh, yeah, sometimes I just grab my Bible and I ask God to give me a word and I flip it open to this. Now, although I grew up in the church, I've never read my Bible. I knew nothing about the Bible. I thought the Bible was boring. And so, but I had my Bible with me and I was like, I'm going to try this. I sat there and prayed for like 10 minutes holding my Bible that God would give me a word. And when I finally opened it, it was John 10, the verse on my sheep, hear my voice. And I was like, I didn't even know this was in the Bible. But it was like confirmation that when I thought I heard God say, I love you, like it really was God. For me, I felt like it was an engagement with Jesus. And I know that that could like sound blasphemous or like weird, but this is my story. So I was like, you know what? I like cut my bookmark of my bible and like tied it around my wrist and I was like I am in a relationship with Jesus and I don't know what this looks like but Jesus like I know you're proposing to me and I want to get to know you but I all of this is very new so I went and told my friend who invited me to this youth group or to this college group about what happened and so she connected me with some older women and the one came out and had lunch with me on campus and she was like so she's like what do you think's next and I was like I think I need to read my whole bible and so sincere like I really sincerely thought that and she was like well, reading your Bible's good. Why don't you just talk to Jesus? She's like, just as if you were engaged to a man and you would talk to him, what if you just talk to Jesus? And I was like, that is so true. I've never even thought about just talking to Jesus. Like, again, that was not my reality of a relationship with Jesus or with God or with the Holy Spirit is talking. That's what I started doing. I just started talking to Jesus. I think it was two weeks later, I am getting up, going to church one morning, and in my spirit, I was like, something's different today. Like, something's gonna happen. I can feel it. And I wore like this special outfit to church. The sermon was all about how um, your baptism didn't save you. It's a personal relationship with Jesus. And again, I said earlier, my baptism was all about me not going to hell. It was not about me recognizing what Jesus did on the cross uh, because he loves me. Um, it was more of like, dodge that bullet, didn't go to hell. So that was like him speaking about this. And 
uh, he talked about other things. Everything that the pastor talked about was like, oh my gosh, he is speaking to me. But it was weird because as the sermon was going on, my heart was getting like harder and harder. And I remember thinking like, man, I want to give my life to Jesus today, but I didn't want to feel this way. I feel hard. I feel, you know, not good. So he's at the end of the sermon and he's like, okay, we're going to pray. So he's praying. And again, I'm like wrestling with this. And I don't know a thing about spiritual warfare at this time. Like none of that. So I'm like, what is going on? why do I feel so funny right now and literally as the pastor said amen this like peace flooded over me to where I just start crying like this release and then he was like okay we have never done anything like this before uh, normally we would just have you raise your hand in your seat but today if you want to give your life to Jesus we want you to walk down the aisle now this was like a pretty big church but in my mind, I was like, yes, me, I want to give my life to you today, Jesus. And I like got up and I walked down the aisle. And for me, again, my picture with Jesus is me marrying Jesus. And on my wedding day with Jesus, I am walking down the aisle to the front. And this church has never done that before. And so I get to the front and there's probably 20 to 30 other people up there. But for me, it was me and Jesus. And when I prayed and repented and uh, thanked Jesus for what he did for me and I asked him to be the Lord of my life. It literally felt like me exchanging my vows with him and uh, even to the point where afterwards like I was so filled with like innocence that um, when people were like what just happened I was like I married Jesus <laughs> and again this could be like highly offensive to some of you but this was my 19 year old self that was like having an impersonal encounter with the Lord and to the point, but and this is how involved Jesus was in this whole story. He cares about the details because afterwards, someone was walking around with a cake and comes up to me and was like, because they heard about this. So I don't know why someone had cake and they heard that I married Jesus. They're like, do you want to cut your cake on your wedding day? And I was like, yes, this is so amazing. Reminder, this is, Jesus pursues us in such unique ways. I was so busy chasing boys and in hopes of a guy would fulfill me that Jesus came and made my story with him so personal that he is my eternal husband. And what I had hoped for in a man to fulfill me, Jesus showed me that he is the only one that is ever going to fully satisfy. He's the only one that can be everything for me. I live a life completely dependent upon him, his love and his goodness. And that is what I needed for marriage down the line. I needed a foundation of Jesus as my husband, Jesus as the eternal lover of my soul. So that was the beginning of my life with Jesus. So I didn't meet Scott until six years later, which is wild to me. But um, yeah, and obviously my relationship with Jesus has grown so much since then. But I hope in sharing this today that uh, one, if you are praying for someone that they will have an encounter with Jesus, that this would be a testimony uh, that Jesus pursues us so perfectly and uniquely and how we need to encounter him. And two, if you have never given your life to Jesus and made him Lord of your life and repented, then uh, today is a great day to do that. And um, you can ask God, 
God, are you real? If you're real, show yourself to me. And he will. He'll make himself very, very personal to you. So I hope that this encourages you today. And yeah, I bless you.